Welcome, welcome. You're listening to Four Massage Therapists in a Microphone on the <laughs> Massage Therapy Podcast. This is the collaboration of all collaborations that happens every once in a while. Every once in a while. these two are really special and I dig it. I dig it. I dig it. Aww. <laughs> Aww. Hey everyone, it's Amanda laying in my bed and we've got Heather and Nicole on Zoom. Heather's got her tea and I'm so sorry if that tea is now iced tea because we were supposed to start this recording about half an hour ago and then life happened. But here we are. <laughs> Amanda, Mark, Heather, Nicole. Life was, but oh yeah, yeah. Oh. So much drama, guys. So much. Drama. It's not. It's not really drama. It's not. We're adults. That's not drama. All right, it's not drama. But I'll, I will fill you guys in at some point. <laughs> well, the four of us decided to get together this evening and talk about some things that maybe have stirred up a little bit of drama. Things that um, a lot of you guys have already been talking about, maybe in your own circles with other RMTs or Ontario online. Ontario RMTs. Ontario RMTs. Actually, Yes, maybe should... other maybe the other provinces are also sitting there going, what the fuck is happening over there? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to lie. I don't know if, if other provinces are dealing with this. Like, have do we know that? Has anybody looked into that? Heather, I'm looking at you. No, I can try to quickly Google it right now. <laughs> <laughs> not 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 like this. I mean, we okay, let's introduce the whole. Let's thing. introduce yeah. the topic. So, as yeah. most or I, I mean, I'd hope all Ontario RMTs know there have been some proposed changes to not our all. registration all, and. Sure. application fees and um people are in a tizzy about this because on top of the fact that we're all dealing with um you know the effects of the COVID-19 pandemic which the colleges as well that's part of their explanation and we're all dealing Is with really? inflation which the colleges as well as part of their explanation um we're dealing with increased costs and everything and now well i'm seeing here that what? you know part of their their um justification is we're gonna raise one your of the fees reas- because we had to work less one of the reasons was due to the COVID 19 pandemic since we'll get into that okay so basically the four of us wanted to talk about um the fees going up for 2023 uh, both for the general certif- certificate and for the inactive certificate and you know get everyone's okay. thoughts and just talk it out so let's do a little bit of background on this for anyone that's not from ontario right so we know that in ontario maybe you don't because i just finished saying you might not know uh, <laughs> ontario is a <laughs> regulated province when it comes to massage therapy therefore it is considered to be regulated healthcare. it's not like that in every part of canada right we are five provinces where it is regulated and the rest of the provinces are not and with this regulation we have a governing body and our governing body is our college so in ontario it's the college of massage therapy Ontario. And we have a registration, an annual registration fee that comes along with that. That's what you pay to have your your membership and therefore you are able to practice in this province. And that membership can be, you can have one of two different types of memberships. You can have an active membership, which allows you to fully participate as a massage therapist, or you can have an inactive membership, which means you still hold the title of massage therapist, but you are not permitted to practice because you are inactive. You are also not holding professional liability insurance and all the rest of it. And and, and one is more expensive than the other. (laughs) Cool. I think I might have summed that up pretty decent there you did it you did it okay so i'm gonna let the 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 ladies from the mtp take over first i don't know you guys can rock paper scissors who wants to go first um let's start with uh where were you when you got this email and what were your first thoughts (laughs) oh i was at uh i was actually doing an exchange with my friend erica um she's been on our podcast before we went to massage school together and uh she, she was 
wrangling her kids and getting dinner ready. And I was like, oh, we just got an email. (laughs) She's going to be moving anyway, probably for next year. So um, she was kind of like, meh. I don't have to think about it right now. So. Not my problem. <laughs> not my monkeys, not my circus. Yeah. I was at work and I was just scrolling through emails and I saw I'm like, ooh, CMTO, fine. I thought it was going to be something COVID related because right. I don't know. But um, I was like, oh, aptly timed. So yeah, I was just at work and I was like, well, better get hustling and put in a few extra <laughs> better, hours. Better put that <laughs> couple extra clients to make up that difference. Yeah. yeah. So what were your... What were your thoughts, though? Like, honestly, were you, was your first thought like, oh, fuck? Or were you like, well, I was expecting that? Like, where did your head go initially? I was I was expecting it. Um, The hundred dollars they raised it. I wasn't expecting the amount that they raised it by. But I knew, well, I knew they hadn't raised it in a few years since 2019, I think. So yeah, I expected COVID. it to be raised. And I think the last time they only raised it $12 or something like that. So um, I mean, I don't know what I expected them to raise it by, but a hundred felt like a lot because eight ninety seven is like feels like close enough to a thousand dollars. I was like, oh god, what? So yeah, <laughs> that was my reaction. <laughs> yeah, I think was, I was what? kind of in the same boat. Also, like you know, we've we've announced we're moving, so we have some costs coming up with our move plus. I need a new vehicle. So it's like, I'm all of this is sitting in the forefront of my mind. So to get another, like, here's another increase. And like, I had a, I had another one of my, um, my applications that I use to run my business had an increase. Mind you, that was a dollar 50 a month, but like, just seems like everybody's needing to, and I get it, but it was just like, basically fuck, like (laughs) I have to pay more money. Like, you know, we're putting up our fees in July And this was before we got some of this information. So I'm like, okay, based off our budgets and everything, like, but now that's all changing. And now I'm kind of like stressed even more because I'm like, will this increase we've already planned to do and announced and everything going to cover it? It will. Because like Amanda said off mic, it's just one extra client to cover (laughs) it. But like still, it's, well, a little bit more. We'll client in half, let's say for us a 75 minute (laughs) where we are. But yeah. I don't know, but I, I, again, from a business aspect, I get it, <laughs> but from somebody that has to pay the money, I'm annoyed. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Nobody wants <laughs> to pay more to money. It. That's, that's shit. You know no what? Matter I'm, what. I'm not going to lie. As, as well, I'm inactive right now. If I was active, I don't think I would care, to be honest with you. I was never, ever really concerned about, and that's just me, was concerned about how much the registration fees were, what they were in comparison to other regulated yeah. professionals. Like, I never even looked at that. I didn't care. I'm like, this is the profession that I really want, really want to work in, and these are the dues that I got to pay that grant me the opportunity to work here and do this job. Mm-hmm. I was always cool with it. But then as you guys were talking right now, because I don't budget shit. That's just the way I roll. Like, <laughs> I have no idea what's in my bank account. He's telling I, the truth. I, I, no idea, and most of my money is like in a shoebox under my bed. Like I'm like a twelve, <laughs> I'm like a twelve year old kid when it out. comes to this shit. <laughs> I know, me too. <laughs> right, but when you guys were talking right now, it just hit me then, like well, that kind of sucks when you said it's like closer to a thousand bucks because that's not like something you pay throughout the year. You know what I mean? It's like a thousand bucks all up front. It's, yeah. you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like that's mm-hmm. that's where I think now just hearing you guys talk about it, like that might punch someone in the face a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's not so much that it it went up a hundred, but now it's like almost a grand in total. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know I mean? It's yeah. definitely a gut punch Um, like for a lot of people and I can see how that, how that 
would feel. Um, and I don't, I don't want to get hate for this, but honestly, I was also expecting it like the two of you. And again, I don't know if, if I was expecting a hundred dollars. I don't know what I was expecting, but I was yeah. expecting that at some point I would get noticed that the fees were going to be raised. I already looked at it before as it's $800. And this is where I'm going to get the hate. Yeah. When I look at the fact that I'm already paying $800, at one time, you know, like I'm already taking my credit card and giving $800 away at the end of the year. When I saw that it was $100, I was like, oh, another increase. And I was like, well, fuck, I'm already giving you eight. What's another one? You know, like I, yeah. mm-hmm. I wasn't like overly stressed about it. Um, I knew that there was going to be some reactions. But then again, please, you know, don't send me all the hate mail. I was like, it's it's May. We are yes. being given some notice. It's not like all of a sudden in September, we're being told like, hey, guess what? Your fees are going up. So I do feel exactly. like this is giving a little bit of opportunity for people to budget and figure this out. And I know some people, it's not about the budget. It's also about principle. Like there are people who are genuinely pissed about the fact that there's such a high jump at such a hard time for all of us. And then it is kind of a slap in the face when you read like, you know, the college is dealing with other financial pressures, including, you know, registrations going down, which a lot of people are like, well, fuck, you might have been part of the problem with that. (laughs) And with, you know, dealing with the pandemic and it's like, well, hello, we were too. And dealing with inflation. Well, yeah, okay, we're all doing that. So um, but then again, I look at it as it goes both ways. I mean, it, they are also dealing with inflation and they are also like, I don't know. So I kind of mm-hmm. looked at it like, okay, well this, and maybe this is just me. I'm way too accepting. Mark will tell you I'm the person that will never haggle anything. I'm like, if this is just the cost of being a <laughs> registrant, this is just the cost of being a registrant. Yeah. Like I, I, I maybe, I maybe thought about it for half a second. And I was like, all right, I owe an extra hundred bucks. I think the 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 massive questions are then from everybody is like, well, what the fuck do they spend their money, money. on? Like, how yeah. how are they budgeting this out? How Sexual do, abuse how do, cases. How do people get yeah. paid? What? Yeah. How much is their how much is their rental fee in mid? By the way, kids, that's Midtown Toronto. Everyone says Downtown Toronto. That's Midtown Toronto. So it's, it's, a little, it's, it's still expensive, and people yes, get really pissed about that. But it's not. But it's not Downtown Toronto. No, it is not. Midtown Toronto prices are 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 still high, but they're not Downtown Toronto prices. Anyway, mm-hmm. so everyone wonders. Like, how do they actually spend their fucking dough? And, you know, you can find that, I guess, in the annual report, right? There's a, there's the financial annual report that they yeah, have Yeah, I had that pulled up and I was trying to look for the budget. It just had kind of, just not necessarily breakdowns? a budget, but a breakdown. Can you give yeah. us, can you, uh, are there a lot of breakdowns there? Or is it enough? Is it short um, enough that you can kind of rhyme them off or the largest ones? Just out of curiosity. So this is the summary statement. Sure. This yeah, they have 2020. Mm-hmm. I don't think they've released 2021 okay. um, yet. Um, what do you want me to rhyme off here? I got rhyme off info on 2020 and 2019. Rhyme off stuff that's like where where they where they end up paying out the most. Yeah, where do we see that majority their of expenses? their expenses yes. are coming from? Uh, so biggest for 20, well, biggest overall 2020 and 2019 was salary and benefits. Yeah. 5.1 million in 2020. How many people work there? Sure. 48 people, I think. And, I nobody, and nobody can answer the damn phone. <laughs> Come on, guys. <laughs> yeah. So I'd say like just looking at 2020, but the trend is similar. Um, the three highest is salary and benefits at the highest. Yeah. Complaints and dis- discipline at 3.1 million, mm. just shy of 3.2. Um, and then it looks like it's office in general at gotcha. uh, 914,000. So. Hmm. And then everything else doesn't even 
like come close like to that do you know what i mean like rent and operating costs are like just under six hundred thousand dollars it's the next closest thing so so when anyone screams about that they okay that's yeah that's not the problem yeah rent that everyone talks about it's not the the midtown (laughs) office is not the problem (laughs) just just out of curiosity what's in their budget there for the licensing exam uh 404 thousand and that was in 2020 that was 2020 what was 2019 Santa Cruz? 353 and change so again even like outsourcing was not a problem <laughs> so the problem discipline and complaints and then i mean mm-hmm. we can't call salary a problem no i yeah. mean I, I don't think that people work for the college are rolling in dough like we you know we don't have a, a whole bunch of overpaid um, executives there so yeah then i guess the the question still is from all these rmts like what what am i getting out of this and yeah. like who mm-hmm. everybody wants to know who to blame? Let's be honest. Yeah. We want to know who to blame? Like that we keep having our fees increased, and what are we getting from this? You get to call yourself an RMT. That's what you get. <laughs> like I said, I'm like, oh, this is the cost. All right. So that's actually, I feel the same as you. Something I did want to point out is I did see online a bunch of people because they did note in um, the report that they do plan to hire three new employees each year for the next three years. At salaries plus uh, of a hundred thousand dollars plus benefits, and I saw a few people being like, "Holy shit! Well, how do I make a hundred grand?" Um, and something I wanted to note just from working there is most everyone who works there has credentials and experience. And I just like to throw this off for people to think about: is um, as a college um, and as an organization, don't we want to promote people being paid what they're worth? Right. So we live in an age where everyone's like, no one's getting pinning enough. Nobody's company are coming up with salaries that equal inflation. So as a whole, when we want um, our regulatory body to be a pioneer and be someone who like somebody who pays people what they're worth. So they're not making 40 grand a year out of university with 10 years experience. Right. Um, it's just something I saw online. Lots of people were like angry about how much they were making. And I'm not saying a hundred grand is the amount, but I would just want people to think about how we want it to be equal. Did you respond online the way you just responded to us now? No, I didn't. Oh, I didn't okay. say anything. I often <sighs> don't say anything online because it like well, that's, people but, lose their minds. Yeah, I didn't say any of that. Like that's a point that I never thought of. And as you're saying it, I, I, I'm like, I would never, I would have never thought of it like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, something I, I randomly when that. I was reading it, I was like, well, don't we want to pay people what they're worth? Like as somebody who's been raising my fees and I want people to pay me what I'm worth and what it costs me to do business, I was like, don't we want to pay the people who deserve to be paid? Like, you know what I mean? I mean, again, yeah, I don't know if they're worth a hundred grand. Um, but if that's what the college is having to find to pay people to get people to work there and do a good job, that's what we we need to pay them, right? Um, and if they have to live in Timbuktu to be able to afford, do you know what I mean? Like that doesn't make any sense. So anyways, yeah. it was just something I thought of and I, no, I did not respond to anybody. So <laughs> first. <laughs> that is definitely a good point, Nicole. Um, it's, oh, it's, it's interesting to me though. It's, it seems to be like the same person that might complain about, you know, not making a lot of money and, you know, employers not paying enough and, you know, not keeping up with inflation, just as you said, are the mm-hmm. same ones that are then mad when somebody else is making money. You're like, well, yeah. which way do you actually want it? Oh, yeah. it's only it's only good when it benefits you. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's nothing about the good of society or anything. Mm-hmm. It's 
absolutely about me, 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 me. But, you know, don't worry, I posted a meme about, um, you know, rich people and, (laughs) and corporations and taxes and blah, blah, blah. So, you know, I I care about everybody. Well, uh, maybe not. Sorry, I just randomly wanted to throw that in there. I'm not even sure where you're going off with that. But yeah, um, for the salary. But yeah, the complaints and stuff, it is expensive. It is so expensive for them to have outside lawyers. um, And can I ask about that then? Just as somebody Mm -hmm. who's a little bit ignorant to that. I don't know if ignorant, just uneducated on the topic of, um, cause I think I've seen this, um, a few times too, is like the, the complaints and everything is a big expense, mm-hmm. like going through that, but isn't like revenue coming in on fines and, you know, having to take courses or is that just still not enough that's, to cover? It's not enough to cover. It's not enough. When they, enough. When they okay. sign people, it's generally not anywhere close to what it actually mm. costs for an investigation because they also balance like how much owner is this putting on a, the person that right. like committed. I'll give you an example. Problem. Yeah. I went, I, I was at an invest, I was at a, a discipline hearing and this guy got his license stripped for sexual abuse mm-hmm. and he was the the total char the total cost of the investigation and the hearing and everything else was a hundred and twenty five thousand mm-hmm. dollars and he That's was ordered cool. to pay back two thirds of it and mm-hmm. he was put on an eight year payment plan to plan, pay back yeah. two thirds of that which is like eighty something thousand right. dollars right so yeah. they they don't they don't have it coming in the way right. they're they're putting it out no mm-hmm. definitely not and and then I guess any time there's a, a you know maybe a complaint and it comes out that they don't find the therapist because they weren't in the wrong that they're not making quote unquote money off of that. Right. So I know there's going to be therapists who are saying, well, fuck. So now I'm paying all Mm -hmm. of this money for the college to hire lawyers to deal with the actions of, again, people that are not me, you know, like why am I being penalized for this? Why is this affecting me? What do we say to that? I think it goes back to everything else. Like, in society right now is going back to where the problem is. And like, if we're specifically looking at complaints and sexual abuse, like where in the system, is there something missing to, to keep anybody out like that? Like, I get it. I was going to, you know what I mean? Like ask you about this. I was, I'm stoned, so I just lost my thought. Oh my (laughs) God. Sorry. So good. No, 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 no. It's not you. Come in. Can you tell me what we said really quick, 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 quick. I, I, we didn't. What, what, just what but, the general topic was. Come on, come on. Uh, talking about why it, why we're being penalized for having yeah. to pay extra money because the college needs to hire lawyers right, to deal right, with the right, right. So, I, I don't know the answer to this. Is it? Do you? Does anyone think it's the college's? The college has some sort of responsibility here. In other words, to recognize there's a lot of money that we're paying out. Because of our members and the actions that they're doing. And is it our responsibility somewhere to try to curb those actions? Is it their responsibility? Do they feel any responsibility to do so? So, for example, recognize this is happening and then part of Strive make mm-hmm. every year be some sort of, you know, professional boundaries, sexual abuse, blah, 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 some sort of education along those lines. You know, what I mean? is, Or do they not have that responsibility at all? In other words, you're the, you're the registrant. 
you're the professional. We'll reprimand you when you're not doing what you're supposed yeah. to do, but you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's exactly what Heather's saying, right? Look at where the problem is and where there can be solutions. So you've offered up one solution and it absolutely is. But it absolutely is. If the college is there to protect the public, it absolutely yeah. is their responsibility. Yeah. Are they not protecting the public through doing things like fining people and taking their license and blah, 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 blah? That's what all of this investigation and hearings and is, stuff is protecting the public. That's so retroactive. That though, is right? retroactive. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, We're not doing anything so, preventively. So I'm I'm wondering though, is it the does the college see it as like this is our responsibility? These are our members that are running around going nuts. or do they do they say like okay, well, like they're registrants now. That's not our problem till until they have to be our problem. Like they you know already I mean? went through it, so now it's up to them. To, exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, no one here can answer that. All four of us clearly can see to... that it is more of a um a reaction. You know, what yes. what they're doing is absolutely a reaction to a problem and not doing an investigation into why this problem is existing and what we can possibly do to prevent it. Would adding things to Strive prevent it? Maybe, maybe not. But have we tried it? You know, maybe, maybe not. Well, it's going to cost money, too. That's going to cost money. Does it go back to... Does it go back to before even an applicant applies to be at the CMTO? Like, do we need to um, streamline where you get your massage therapy education through like and standardize that even more do remind me did we have to do we had to do a background check right we had to do a vulnerable sector check so yeah. you know that's like the most in-depth police check that you can have to yeah. do to make sure that you literally have you probably, no and, blemishes and, on your record and you probably had to do it before you started school as well yeah. you did. You i remember that and, and then you had to do and then, another one when you got registered now do now should they be getting us you know to do that more often and i know people might not like that because that's an, an additional cost to have that run, but would it cost less than all the investigations we have? Yeah, they have that end covered though, because as part yeah. of your declaration before yeah. you renew, you have to declare right. that you don't have any charges against you. So, in other That's words, right. they, they're like, oh, we're doing something for that part." Like, but who's no... checking up on that? Exa- well, exactly, it's a checkbox. It's, it's, it's like COVID screening, <laughs> basically, yeah. right? But People I can mean, say whatever the hell they want from a college end. They're like, "Well." These are these are supposed to be our trustworthy healthcare members, like yeah. you know, <laughs> our trustworthy healthcare members that we spend over three million dollars a year it's such a investigating. Weird, it's such a weird fucking go, eh? It's I'm sorry, really none of this spin. is funny, but I am tired, and this is all <laughs> fucked to me that <laughs> we even have this problem in yeah. a professional like this. But then again, then it goes back to the fact that, like. We still are, you know, generally by, so I'm, I'm sort of jumping, I'm jumping a little bit here, but we are generally regarded by still a population um, in society. I don't know how large that population is. I don't know how the percentages work, but we're still regarded as being linked to sex trade. There's still every RMT specific, I mean, especially female RMTs, but male RMTs as well. There's still every RMT can almost tell you either a story about themselves or their friend who's an RMT, who's been solicited, who's been in an uncomfortable situation who's had to deal with boners and all like all of this shit happens and this this still exists in our profession and then yes i know we're talking about it being the other way around but again some of these accusations are exactly that accusations it doesn't change the fact that there's an investigation so let's say somebody comes in and they're trying to get flirty and frisky with their rmt and then they read into something and then they report it like there's 
I, I like I don't know how you get around all of this because we are still so closely tied to something sexual by a lot of people with all of that like either or I think maybe the question should be with like these fees as a registrant am I willing to pay to curb it am I willing to pay to have more investigators am I willing to pay to have the lawyers and the people shutting us down how much are you willing to pay to try to help curb that entire image curb the entire investigation progress so we can maybe get to those people before like what are we willing to pay for I don't know. Maybe you're not willing to pay for it. I feel I am. If that costs extra hundred bucks, okay. Then to branch off of that, as you're saying that, my thought is maybe increasing these fees will weed out some of those people with ill intentions because maybe. they'll be like, "Frig, it's not that easy." Like I have to pay a thousand dollars to in cop a feel. <laughs> well, and we're also we're also right now just talking about sexual abuse, which I can yeah. imagine like that that is a really exp- like, at least the, the the hearing that I saw was based on sexual abuse, so I can imagine it being expensive. But it's all the it's, o- the most, yeah. it's all the other shit too that needs to be Broad investigated. Mm-hmm. So when someone calls up the college and says, "I saw someone's post on Instagram and they're claiming something that is not thing," and yeah. then now the college has to go investigate that, you know, if the college decides they want to investigate it, which by the way, we know people that that happened to yeah. where the college did investigate an Instagram post based on a complaint. Yes, right. They did. Now mm-hmm. that is something that the whole membership is paying for. So it goes yeah. to the question mm-hmm. of, is that something I'm willing to pay for? <laughs> Do you know what pay I mean? For. Are we willing to pay to police our own members? That's what we're mm-hmm. doing, right? Like with that whole thing, we're paying to police each other. Right. So I mean, every college does. That's not like specific to the CMTO. Um, We all do it. We're just paying and it's just getting more and more expenses for us because people doing more and more ridiculous things. Right. (laughs) Well, I'd love a a breakdown, like if they did a a report or an in-depth look at the actual like I was looking at this the other day. I don't know how I got onto it, but I'm on right now the CMTO website under the discipline decisions. And I think when I was looking the other day, like just off the top of my head 90% of it was sexual, sexual abuse, abuse. Yeah. like i think i saw in the 21 22 tab i think i saw two and or three and two of them might be the same person with two different complaints or three different listed right. um that would the two or three were um were fraud everything else was sexual abuse. Yeah. And I'm almost certain when I was just reading, um, just before we started recording, when I was reading like some of the justification, I'm almost certain like sexual abuse was specifically mentioned, wasn't right. it? Yeah. Like, that's, yeah, it was. that's one of the, the biggest reasons that we're having yeah. this fee increase. And they did mention inflation, but I thought Nicole's message to us was really interesting the other day when we were deciding to set this up is mm-hmm. she just posed the question, what would be an acceptable rate to increase? Like, mm-hmm. would RMTs be okay with with another amount? Or was it, you know, was $100 too much? So she just did a little bit of math because one year of inflation at 6%, um, $795 is now $842.70. A second year makes it $893.26. So the way she looked at it is it kind of really is just the last two years inflation yep. rate. It is a big jump. But when you do that math, you're like, well, okay, considering the rate of inflation right now, is this justified? 
are, you know, mm-hmm. do they make sense? And again, please don't, you know, send me all the hate mail, but just posing a question, what would have been a rate that RMTs would have been okay with? So it goes back to what are you willing to pay? So I actually went back and looked at the inflation rate for 2019, 2020, and like all the way to 2022. Mm. And I mean, I did it on 795, realizing later it was 797, $2 means nothing. But anyways, if you start from 2019 and inflation being 1.95%, and then just every year add the inflation, you actually get to 891 anyways. So even if you're like, oh, well, 6% wasn't both years in a row, it actually means nothing. You go all the way back to 2019 and just do the inflation rate for each year up until 2022. And it's the exact same. You get to 890 something. So it's really not more than inflation. So that alone is like normal, but <laughs> just in case. So you don't get any hate. Like I did the actual math. Normal, <laughs> normal doesn't mean that we have to be happy about it because nobody's happy about no. the prices <laughs> at the grocery store right now. Nobody's happy paying $2 a liter for gas. Like nobody uh-huh. is happy about this. <laughs> It is what it fucking is. And I mean, complaining about it probably isn't getting us anywhere. I definitely think that people need to voice these concerns and ask questions and actually read the budget and know what's going on. And, you know, maybe offering solutions like, you know, the one that Mark offered regarding Strive. or I mean, obviously going more into depth and stuff, but I mean, just complaining about it with not actually understanding what it is we're paying for and why this is happening. But I will say, for those of you who are inactive, and I was actually thinking about going inactive next year, I've got some questions and concerns because the, oh, yeah. the fee increase for those of us who are going to be inactive and not even having the ability to do one more massage and make that extra hundred dollars, but it's actually what, it's $200 that it's going up. 225. It's, like a, it's like a 50, 50% it's 50% increase. now. <sighs> yeah. That's huge. Why? 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 Why do you have to pay they so much to not out. work? Okay, tell me about it because I didn't read it. They did give rationale. <laughs> I don't know if I like agree with it at all, but they did give rationale. And the rationale was that the in- in- inactive fee was meant to be only used if like you couldn't work for a short period of time. Um, whereas they found, they did a survey and I forget exactly what it was, but like the majority of people were not using it for what it was intended to be. Um, and people were using instead of retiring, people were using yes, it for- I get it, but that's ridiculous. There's some sort of loophole that's ri- where you that's- can like- that's, go inactive that's absolutely ridiculous, and then like though. so you only have to pay part of the fee in november because you're going inactive for two months and then in january then you can pay the rest of the fee so people were almost using a loophole because you can technically work from november till this or october until right. the, the end of december because it goes a year but we pay it early right so they're using it as some sort of loophole to only pay part of the fee this year and then pay the rest of the fee next year you know why this is happening right now this is just my two cents, but I think I'm very right, is there were a lot of RMTs that were really questioning what was going to be happening because Mm -hmm. of COVID restrictions and mandates and et cetera. And they were afraid of paying their entire fee and then ultimately leaving the profession anyway. So there was probably a huge increase in RMTs that paid just the inactive fee and then used the loophole and paid the rest the next year. Okay, (laughs) It, It shouldn't matter. Like if, if this no. is, if this is the policy or the, the rule or the regulation or the law, it shouldn't matter at this point how you get around it. Yeah. If if you're within the confines of the rule of the policy or the law, that shouldn't make a difference. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And also once I again, penalizing, <laughs> penalizing people who 
were using it properly or who are legitimately going inactive. You know, not just people who are trying to exactly. find a loophole to so hold now, some money in their pocket so for a couple extra let's, months. Let's analyze this really. Now, I'm inactive. I'm not involved with Strive. Therefore... I'm not a cost associated with Strive. Right. I'm not involved mm-hmm. in treating patients. Therefore, I'm not a cost associated with a fraud investigation. Or sexual abuse. Or a abuse. sexual abuse yeah. investigation. Like, uh, thus, all the stuff that you pay out for college mm-hmm. as an inactive member, I actually have nothing to do with that. And now you're and paying so now a I'm lot paying for it. Double. Like mm-hmm. that's that that's really fucking fucked up. Well, to throw numbers at what Nicole's mm-hmm. the Nicole's rationale that she read out. So it says of the 297 registrants who moved from inactive to general since last July. Mm-hmm. So this is July 2020, I believe, because this is the 2020 coming out. 81 81 or 27 percent did it in the first week of january not that i'm saying it's good or bad or no matters but that was the rationale and i i mean i don't think it i think it means nothing at all like i think but here's my i have one little issue with this they're going off this data of the Mm -hmm. uh, survey they sent out and the reasons they put out there that you could select based on what i see from here because i don't remember this survey um, I might not have got it because I might not have been back yet. It's on leave due to COVID-19. Okay, so I was back. Change profession, move to a province, move to so another country. When you go inactive, you have to give your rationale these are the, for going These inactive. are the reasons. Yes, okay, yes, this yes. is what you say. Yes. Move to another country, less than 500 hours, well under investigation, retired. But on leave could mean so many things. That's yep. 51% of the people that can mean so many different things I know. Absolutely. like because my thought is now this do- like this went up from a hundred dollars to 225 and a lot of the people i know that are on leave are either on leave because they're sick and they can't mm-hmm. work almost like an ei or long-term disability but we don't have that or for like their parents they're on paternity or maternity leave mm-hmm. <laughs> so now these are people that aren't getting an income <laughs> Because most massage therapists are not empl- employees. Be, I don't think you should be penalized just because you're going inactive. That's the whole point of inactive, right? Like the whole point is that I'm still wanting to be an RMT in the foreseeable future, right? But as of right now, because CMTO, so they have to do a certain amount of hours, a certain amount of time. You know what I mean? Like, yep, yep. So you're just following their policy, like Mark was saying. Well, so. and this is exactly it. Like for me, my situation right now, just with all the other projects and stuff that I'm working on, I'm probably not going to be able to do 500 hours. So my thought was, okay, let me go inactive for a little bit. I'm not retiring. I will come back to being an RMT, but now I have to pay an extra $125 because I'm not going to even meet the requirements to maintain a general certificate. Like what? Yeah. What? Yeah. I think the CMTO also, I think I saw in there and I'm just, I'm not saying I agree with any of it. I'm just saying I read it in there that there are certain, a lot of colleges don't actually give you a reduced fee if you want to go inactive is you want to hold a certificate of of any kind. Yeah, you, like 11 of them, you still have to pay the yeah. full fee regardless of whatever you're so doing. So then my question was something, because like, one of the reasons why probably, I mean, I don't know the why, but there's got to be people that check off, you know, unable to or haven't been doing the 500 hours within mm-hmm. three years. So if that's going to be the case where you have a membership that you just are not using because you're choosing not to practice, in other words, you have to have an active membership or not, mm-hmm. then I can't imagine there has to be a certain number of practice hours associated with it, right? But our yeah. College has those types of practice yeah. hours associated. Yeah, with. I will say though, um, you had mentioned like with uh, investigations for people inactive. Um, I do recall like if you are still registered in some kind, 
if you have, you can still have a complaint made against you yes. and the college will still have to investigate it. Yeah, right. So yeah. in theory, cause I think I do remember, so not necessarily going inactive, but people trying to resign. So there'd be people who would do something bad yeah. and I think people <laughs> come after license. them and they know, and they're like, I'm just going to resign. It's like, that doesn't matter. We're still investigating. So there are people who resign for things like sexual abuse, fraud, this, that, some other thing. And they think just resigning will make it go away. And it doesn't. The college has a duty to continue to fully investigate that, regardless if you're even a registrant still. If you were when the incident happened, they still have to investigate it all. Yeah. I don't know how what number that equals to them in terms of fee. I can't imagine it happens often, but like it does it does happen. So Absolutely. I don't know if that justifies them doubling your fees or not, but <laughs> just in case anyone's looking just to resign just because they did something bad they'll come for you anyways just opinions here what do you guys think would have been a reasonable increase since majority of us expected an increase since the last one you said was 2019 i didn't even know that thanks nicole you keep me up to date i like i said i'm i'm the worst i look at the email i'm like oh the fees are going up okay like i don't that could have happened last year i don't know so 2019 says nicole if that's wrong it's nicole's fault nicole yeah talk to her um (laughs) so we were expecting it. What do you feel or have you put any thought into what you feel would have been a reasonable amount? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, again, I felt $100 to be shocking when I saw it. Um, but then when I, when I broke down the math, it kind of looked like they just did what inflation looked like. And I, I've increased my fees at work because of inflation. So just on that rationale, I was like, maybe it's not bad. Um, I, I did want to know, and do you want to know what there's like, like ideas of reducing spending is? Cause I do feel they have a responsibility to keep that in check. They can't just being like, it's going to cost this another million dollars and not be like, we're just going to keep charging it to the registrants. I do feel they do have a responsibility. Um, to make sure that they're keeping their spending in in check somehow so that like they can't just keep charging us whatever they feel like. Yeah, they're definitely going to have to um I mean because people are going to be looking now, right? Like people are a little or, or maybe they won't. Maybe I'm saying that and people will not be even paying attention even if they were the most transparent and they gave us receipts of everything. Some people probably still wouldn't even look at it but would just be upset that we have to pay the money. So, I guess I guess we're not talking to those people. Um, um, but okay, like, here's a question. What is a typical um, increase? Like, I honestly, I haven't been an employee in like over a decade. I don't know if you are working for a company as an employee, what is your expected annual increase? Like, what's an average is like, what percent is it like 2%? Like, what do you get? A- yeah, some I'd say less than yeah, five, two. less than four, something like yeah. that. Yeah. From what I heard from clients, to... that they've gotten like probably a two or three. Okay. So then what are... zero, that helps. So, <laughs> <laughs> so sorry. Like... <laughs> no race for you. So, no okay. Race. If we're looking at it like that, I guess I can see how this would be really shocking to people. Because when you think about like, okay, if I'm an employee, I get a two or 3% increase a year, but yet you know, all of a sudden our fees are going up $100, which is obviously much more like what is 2% of what we were paying like 16 bucks. But then again, we're looking at a couple of years, but even still, it's not 100 is the point, right? So Mm -hmm. it's not like it's only going up a couple percentages a year. And I think that's, that's the most shocking thing. Like maybe people would be happier if it did just go up like, you know, 2% like maintenance fees. Like I live in a condo, right? So like our maintenance fees go up a small percentage every year. And when I think about how much it's increased from the time that I bought this place until now, I'm like, holy shit. But 
it's such a small increase every year that it almost seems like negligible. Like, okay, fine. They're taking an extra $10.80 out of my account every month. Oh, well. I'll yeah, live. exactly. Right. Same with like rent that like Heather and I pay. Like if I look back to what I was paying five years ago, it's like, damn, it was so cheap. But like every year there's a step up and it's written in my leases. And I'm like, cool. It's another $12 a month, like whatever. Like it doesn't mean, you know what I mean? And I think maybe part of this is people just need to plan, like going back to like, oh, it's a thousand dollars all at once. I know that every year my like fees are due for the RMTAO, like in this yep. month, you know what I mean? And I go, all right. So every week I have to save $25. Yep. $25 goes away. And I cry about it when I pay it all at once, because when I get to October, I have this beautiful like lump sum of like $1,500 just sitting in my account that just disappears. But do you know what I mean? Like, yep. it's not that hard to plan for it. Um, I think we've probably mentioned at some point, I think we just got to like plan a little. And I mean, like you said, they give enough enough notice. You have to do two massages once you pay out fees and income tax and all that crap off of it, like two hours from now until October, like you probably figure it out. Um, yeah, maybe. absolutely. <laughs> you can, but and well, I understand active, maybe it's, not. it's human nature yeah. to like when you see someone, it's sticker shock, right? It's human That's nature. What I was say. But it's just like I've been hearing a lot of talk radio um, about this, people talking about inflation. Like on our long ass drive to Saskatoon, mm -hmm. there was a lot of talk about inflation. And the question that was being posed to a lot of people that were calling in was, you know, is the price of gas going to affect your travel plans this summer? Majority of people, there was maybe one or two people that had like, you know, a sad story like, yeah, I won't be able to go visit my mom and blah, blah, blah. You know, like there was a little bit of that majority of people were like, I'm just going to budget differently. This is yep. life. This is the world we live in. And I'm just going to budget differently. And I know that when I say those things, I feel like I, you know, it's sad, but this is again, the world we live in that I have to like preface everything with, um, I recognize that everybody's situation is different and I'm not trying to be insensitive to those people who maybe don't live with the privilege I live with where I can be like, okay, it's an extra hundred dollars. I will figure out a way to budget it. But ultimately, I think majority of the people complaining online are probably people that do have a similar amount of privilege to me and can figure out how we can we can make this work. And we do have to expect that things are going to increase. That, again, is just the world we live in. When the pandemic started and suddenly we all had to spend all this extra money on PPE and cleaners and whatever. Yeah, all of us were like, well, fuck. Yeah. We did it. We did it. And here we are. And, you know, when we're looking at our, our expenses at the end of the year, we're like, holy shit. Like when you actually look at the amount of extra money that you spent, especially in 2020, because we all went way overkill, you know, yeah. I'm going to order 7000 masks like, <laughs> I that. right. But we did it and we fit it into our budget. I know Mark said earlier he doesn't budget. Well, he does a little bit. He's a just, bit, yeah. he just has to be so dramatic. Um, I think he's, that's easy, what he's doing right easy, now. Easy. <laughs> he's got to, well, he's that's got to make gonna a say. point. I was going to break it down a bit, like the extra hundred dollars. So I do all of my budgets just to get into that a bit um, by 48 weeks instead of 52, yep. because then I've saved enough money in 42 weeks to cover 52 weeks of expenses. That's right. just kind of how it works for me. And that extra $100 is literally $2 a week. It's an extra yeah. $2 a week. If you need to save the $100 between, let's say, right now, start saving it now and October 1st, that's 18 weeks from now, that's 
$5.55, an extra $5 every week. You guys are good at math. <laughs> you guys are good at Sorry. math. You guys are great at math. Well, okay. So Heather, for example, um, Heather took our business course um, a couple months back. And one of the sections we had my brother, who's an accountant, come in and go through a budgeting sheet. And it... I mean, his his Excel sheet was pretty simple, but that's basically what it was, is you look at the months that you know there's going to be a lot of money going out. So we all know that in October, there's going to be, I've, I honestly, and again, this is just the way my brain works. For the last few years, I've always looked at our fees as $1,000. I know they haven't been, but like, it's just once it's over 500 in my brain, I'm like, oh, fuck, there's $1,000. It could be like $680. I'm like, well, there's a fucking $1,000. Like, that's, <laughs> that's just the way my brain works. So I, I know that that's, you know, a big, um, a big money month for me. Same thing, yeah. like my my liability insurance is due in February. So I always know there's like an extra, whatever it is, 180 bucks. I don't even freaking know. I should know that. That comes out in February. Like all of these things I've already planned for. And I know like this is coming. I'm going to have to pay for this. You know, when license plate stickers were a thing, well, guess what? My birthday's in February. I'm like, motherfucker, that too. But that was February. So there's... I don't know. Again, it it comes down to budgeting. Maybe that's why the inactive fee feels like such a kick in the teeth. Like just to like circle back to that is because the reason you're inactive is you're not working. Yeah. So like to charge a general certificate holder a hundred bucks, it's like figure it out. And we will. And the CMTO knows that. Don't think they're not sitting there and be like, they'll complain a while, they'll all pay it, everybody will get along. But the inactive holders, it's like really do you know what I mean like they're inactive for a reason whether they're going to get another job or they're on leave for like who knows what reason Sick to double babies. their fees yeah. to make it half of a general certificate it's just like mind-boggling and, and I mean all of the rationale like I guess you could be like okay can we hear the rest of the rationale there for that yeah I'm curious for the inactive yes or the juicy ones it. if you want mm. Oh, by the way, I'll say this because I did see. So with the rationale, increasing the uh, inactive fee will generate them an extra $348,000. Wow. Just, yeah. So that's a lot of money. But it does it does feel like a little bit of a like F you to the people who use the loophole, whether or not we see a problem with it, just the way they've justified it, it seems like. It feels like they're going like, well, you guys wanted to uh, try to get around our system. <laughs> there it is. They half instead of a, a third, right? Yeah, I, and yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't like how it feels. I'm unhappy with that. Yeah, the inactive fee is really strange. The the rationale was like I can't exactly remember, but there was a few. It was a few things like people weren't using it. I think the main point that I remember was like people weren't using it for the way it was intended. <laughs> <laughs> which is just to not like, I don't know. I don't know what they intended it to exactly be like to paraphrase it, but it was like inactive just means you're not actively working. And the rules are you can't touch a body and charge for I it. I am not right? going like, to sell you this screwdriver, sir, because I know you're going to use it for a hammer. <laughs> <laughs> you're use it for a hammer. Exactly. I am not selling it to you. 
No, exactly. <laughs> you need to use this to screw screws, and that, and is, that is all. Nothing else. And if you don't use nothing. this to screw screws, I'm going to screw you. Ha ha! Yeah. See, that's the same thing. Take it back. That's so weird. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, to get back to what you were asking, Mark, yeah, pretty much, I was just reading it there as you guys were chatting, like, pretty much all of it is exactly what Nicole outlined. Like, it's just basically, until 2018, the inactive fee was just over 30% of the general fee, with an inc- fee increase for 2022, the in- active fee now stands at 25% of the general fee. The original purpose in in active certificate class was to provide a reduced fee for registrants who needed, wanted to take leave, such as family medical reasons, and enable them to maintain the registration return to practice without having to resign or reapply. Um, Our data shows... I think, right? Sorry? Which is still like 50% of people using it, I think? 51%. Well, it just says on leave, like 51%, and they didn't other than that, I don't. It but did, did you and say then it, just, it said needed to or wanted to? Like yeah. they're basically yeah. saying, like if you just want to be inactive, yeah. and like, is there that's anything okay. wrong with that? I don't even remember if that section was optional or not, because I feel like like it, that that feedback section or that rationale reason, if my reason doesn't is irrelevant mm-hmm. for me going mm-hmm. inactive. Like, why should I have to put this on some sort of form yeah. or application? Yeah, and or I don't think you should have to, because if the intent is to allow people to maintain their license and, you know, they're just saying I'm inactive, I'm not practicing so that they don't have to reapply because they've decided I will be back in the near future. Or even if they're not sure, right? Like maybe at this moment you're thinking, um, do I want to continue? Maybe I need to take a step back. Well, why would you resign? It makes a lot more sense to go inactive, figure out your shit, because then if you want to come back in six mm-hmm. months, a year, whatever, cool, you're welcome back. You don't have to reapply. I remember in college, way back, them telling me if you weren't sure if you're going to work or not, or if you're working at a province to go inactive. So if like, say something happened, and like your registration was being used not by you, you could be like, I went inactive. I wasn't, you know what I mean? It gave you like a, like a thing to be like, I'm not working. Yeah. Right. Like I on purpose am not working and somebody else ran with it or something. I only know this because I went out to West and I remember being told to like, make sure you go inactive, even though I didn't work at all in Ontario and to apply, pay the whole fee for the whole year for half a year and then moved out West anyways and didn't work for a minute here. But anyways, besides the point. <laughs> Like there was a reason they gave us like a reason, like you should go inactive just like to protect you somehow. Not sure if that's a part of what they like anymore, but Heather's looking like she's deep in thought. Sorry, or she's still yeah. reading. She's still... I was reading. <laughs> she's doing our research for us. The three of us just blah, blah, blah. Oh, research. <laughs> fact checking. Fact check. Right. We need a fact checker. It's, <laughs> it's necessary. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to say about it. Honestly, curious, like I'm I don't know. This. What are you curious? Because I don't know anything about this. Is and and when they when they put down as their expenses for like salaries and benefits and stuff, it doesn't break that down position wise, right? Not this, no. Because I'm curious. Is 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 having a new CEO registrar who has had 
tons of experience doing this before. So, for example, I think the call she's already done work with the College of Physicians and Surgeons. She was the registrar CEO, I think, for optometrists or whatever. Like, like does that person come with a with 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 a little bit more? You got to pay them compared to our Probably. previous CEO president who was in that position for fucking ever and probably was the only position that she's ever had something like this i mean Mm -hmm. i'm assuming i don't know i'm curious i'd assume that they would want more money in a negotiation like i mean i don't know why they would take less but (laughs) goodness of their heart they're like i have all this experience like i don't know i don't know if i would take less um maybe she just needed what do you think that position makes you're asking the wrong person. I, was, I have I literally was, no is, idea is, what this people is, make. This is, this is going to sound ridiculous. But this is what I was told. And, I, and this person was not, I don't know how credible they are with anything. But I had never put a number to it because I never thought about it. And this person told me our last registrar CEO was making 400K a year in that position. Well, if they're hiring on new employees two a year at 100 grand each, and they're just employees, they don't right, have any exactly. actual title. I can so, imagine they're probably making at least double that, right? And then if we go with the previous thing I said about the whole resume fucking track record that comes with it, can you also imagine the price tag that comes with it? Of course, this is just me talking shit on a stone fucking Wednesday night. So don't take I mean, anything I say seriously. Yeah, I can imagine some people hearing that and being like are you kidding me like the ceo making 400k a year but again it's easy for us to say that not knowing what they do what did the cpso like what did they make there do you know what i mean like if they made 450 grand there then why would we pay any less to that person you know like i don't i mean it's a lot of money so interesting (laughs) so interesting it is I now want to be the registrar. How do I do it? How do I become the CEO? How do I do this? Yeah. Hey, CM- CMTO, CMTO, if you're listening, you should hire me. I don't do math. I don't do spreadsheets very well. I um, don't know how to fact check. <laughs> is, that a, is this the type of job you guys would want for real? No. No. Absolutely not. I would not want that. I don't want to be responsible for nobody's anything. No. Like ever. No. I don't even want to be responsible for myself. Like you're not. <laughs> That's what I'm it's here the same for. Same as uh, <laughs> when I like you know got into massage therapy and my family for a while was like, well, you know, they'd ask me questions and I'd answer them in you know medical jargon, mostly just to impress them and shut them up (laughs) but then it would be like well i don't know why you didn't become a doctor and that's exactly why i did not want the responsibility of somebody's life in my hands right (laughs) i'm not in the business no No, thank you (laughs) no and i gotta i mean when i was in high school I, I would hear my mother, like my mother used to brag about me because I, you know, I was a really smart kid. I got good grades and I'd hear her like bragging as if like, you know, she got those grades, but <laughs> she would always say to like my family and people like, oh, she's going to be a lawyer. She's going to be a lawyer. And like, she would never believe me. And I'm like, no, I'm not. No, like, no lady, I'm really not going to do that. I have no desire to work that fucking much the rest of my life. Like, no, thank you. Not doing it. Can I ask you guys a question? Sorry, I don't want to stop that, but I, I, because I, I'm still- Go gonna, for it. I'm still going to forget. At moments like this, is the RMTAO going, 
Fuck yeah. Now watch our membership rise. Watch how people are going to no. turn to us. No, it's not going to rise because they don't want to pay extra money. <laughs> yeah, but this is this is but they uh, might. the RMTO, the RMTAO shines in moments like this because there's so many people that are saying like this is why you have your association. This is why you need to go join the association. They advocate for what you want. Blah 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 and they can't do that unless you're a member. Now is the time to join. Do you think they look at I know it sounds like really strange, like the the mad genius in the corner twiddling the fingers, right? Like, are they glorious at this moment? They're like, fuck yeah, finally, finally. S- too bad tragedy has tragedy. A hundred buck increase is suddenly tragedy. Too bad tragedy had to strike for this to happen. But goddamn yeah. Do you, or do you think that you know? I know it's such a stupid question, but what uh, from a book I read? It's called it's called Wealthing Like Rabbits. Um, it's fuck it moments that like. As Amanda said, you know, you're like, well, I'm already in for this much. What's $100 more? And then the RMTO is, what, $127? Well, fuck it. Like, here's $127 more. Maybe they'll do something for me to get my $100 back, right? Like, Mm -hmm. I could see it. (laughs) I'm going to pay $127 to get my $100 back. (laughs) Just to take it back from the CMTO. The principle is we just don't want (laughs) them to have it, The principle. (laughs) Well, and that's the thing is I truly believe more people are upset in principle than about the actual money because yes. you know as the three of us or four of us the four of us it's like i'm forgetting marks here the <laughs> four of half. us are talking <laughs> i'm looking for my weed pen like, as we <laughs> are discussing it. this it's becoming more and more evident that a hundred dollar increase of you know from 2019 isn't actually like outrageous right like majority of us can budget and figure it out and we will as nicole said we'll complain about it a little while and the college knows that and then we'll all just you know happily go along our way being massage therapists but it's more the principle like we don't want to have to keep paying for your shit we don't want to have to pay for some ceo to get 400k a year well you know i'm upset about a hundred dollars i was just gonna say i think it's it's all about the timing. Like, let's say the world wasn't what it is right now and what we've gone through for two years and they put it up a hundred dollars. I think it would be like, ah, uh, like, I don't think you would have as much upset as you do now with, it's just yeah. like everything we went through, whatever, everything we talked about with groceries going up and people's like taxes, like land taxes and all of that stuff going up and gas going up. And like, it's just, you know, and then you're hearing about all this tragedy in the world. It's just like, oh, and then this. It just keeps adding on, and then this, and then this. Yeah. It's just that everyone's threshold is just yeah. Compl- there is none, right? So every extra thing is is big. I will say they did actually in this report, like somewhere along there, mm-hmm. um, they did touch on how they're going to reduce some expenses expenditures, and I think there was like three of them. One was like um, decrease external investigation spendings and then uh, one was decrease it spending because it took a lot to do um strive and website and stuff and i guess they can now just maintain it and another one was with this with the rent which we already realized was like nothing in the budget but they were decreasing the space on the ninth floor so they've moved to like an at-home first model or something and they're only coming in a few and they're going to sublet the space and i guess that's going to like save them like a hundred grand a year or something like that. So they did actually mention that they're trying to reduce it, which then like leads me to wonder like why they did mention that for like next year, I think, and the the year after they are going to still increase it by $75 each year. So it's going to be another 150 over the next two years. I think they mentioned that because in there they did say they're not going to 
increase it any more than $75 yeah. a year. Um, unless I think there was some like sort of asterisk, unless something like catastrophic happened, which they always put in there kind of thing. But nonetheless, it was like, is that enough though? Like, I don't know. Again, no. <laughs> I think I did see somebody, it's like a, it's an RMT on Instagram. They did the math for like what happened in like 2233 or something. And it's like the fees are like a hundred thousand dollars. Oh my something. god, my favorite person. I shout her out all the time, Hiroko, my favorite person. There you go. <laughs> she did the funniest, yeah, the funniest post that like all RMTs are gonna be extinct by 2037 if we continue increasing fees at this rate because our fees will be like a hundred thousand dollars a year or something like outrageous. I was like, holy crap, that's true. I guess I'm charging three thousand dollars an hour. Like, what do I do with that? Like, oh yeah, it is pretty wild. They, they definitely um, have to live up to that and figure out a way to decrease spending costs in some way or yeah like you know get the problem at the source versus being so reactive because we can't they can't continue to increase fees like you're already pissing off all of your registrants and I mean wasn't it wasn't it in the report somewhere or in the email or somewhere saying like our only source of revenue is uh, registrant fees well if all of us fucking quit because we don't want to keep paying then you have no money like maybe they offer courses that they like charge for people might like them they don't have CEUs anymore but like there might be something right like I don't there's got to be something else that they can do for revenue although people hate anything that CMT also has their hands in right because I think at some point on another podcast we might have talked about them making people take courses and mm-hmm. they have to pay for them and then they're like is this just a self-fulfilling prophecy where they're making them take it to make some money right like um, I don't know I would have quicker wanted to see them increase the certificate of authorization that you have to have uh, 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 that yearly fee that you have to pay the college just a $200 fee every year so you can have your corporation with the college to be incorporated yeah professional corporation I would have loved to see that go up versus the inactive do you know what I mean yeah that would have made sense to me yeah if you make enough money to be incorporated (laughs) you should you should be paying more not you know the poor Mm -hmm. suckers that are not working yeah I don't even think I knew that was a fee because I'm not incorporated so I didn't yeah if you want to have have money it's a $200 $200 annual fee to have a certificate of authorization for your professional corporation. But okay, yes, that that fee going up would have probably made a hell of a lot more sense. Mm-hmm. Or unless, unless there's not a lot of RMTs who have registered a professional corporation. So are we just saying that the college doesn't budget very well? Yeah, probably. Or, or are all these expenses legit? Like when I say legit, like I mean they could have been curbed differently. I think the last two years through everything for a loop mm-hmm. obviously because even when i was looking here at when we were going back to uh let me pull it up the um co- the revenue coming in for the, the examination and then what was like going out didn't match up hmm. if that makes sense so here oh wait say that again so in 2019 the the examination fees like as revenue coming in in 2019 was 1.7 million and then the expenses for examinations was 1.4 so that would have netted positive but then in 2020 the examination fees coming in revenue was 378,000 but going out as expenses was 404,000. So it netted negative. 
So I think the last two years, like with, you know, they starting to do examinations and then having to stop and then probably students not reapplying to take the examinations, things like that, probably. That also probably has to do with they don't do the examinations anymore. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. They've third partied that out now. Yep. Sure. Did they, I wonder, like, I, I get, I don't know anything. Was there any, um, any expense to the college for all the fuck ups that happened with the examinations over the last few years? I'm not sure. Probably I'm not, under a, probably. And miscellaneous or other miscellaneous, yeah. business. <laughs> yeah. Cause it's saying here of that, like, 2020 ran as a deficit of $134,000. And I think I read somewhere else that overall they're in a deficit of over 700000 I think it was like seven forty-eight, which shocked yeah. me. So when Mark said like, it's a bad budgeting, I'm like, that seems a little like, how do you <laughs> three quarters of a million dollars overspend? So are we saying the college has great policymakers, but just a horrible <laughs> doing it? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe they should hire Maybe. Heather and I to do their accounting. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they should hire Amanda's brother to go be their accountant. Yeah, Maybe they should hire him. Yeah. <laughs> An actual account. It sounds like we can do some pretty basic, basic math, and it just yeah. seems like they can't. Yeah. <laughs> right. So numbers numbers hurt my brain, but I mean, if that's if your job is uh, to do the budget, then. Yeah, something something is definitely going wrong there. I saw somebody complain about the fact that I again, I guess something was said about exactly what Heather was just talking about about this deficit from the exams, and I saw somebody complain about the fact that like they could have resumed exams before they actually did or like they didn't have to pause them for as long as they did. Like mm. basically blaming them for the fact that there weren't people doing exams when they could have been. And again, I don't know enough to know anything about that. Yeah, I don't know. I think that was probably just a lot of COVID-related things, Mm -hmm. whether it be like the third party that they used weren't ready or, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Giving people time, right? Because it's like, oh, you can't do it. And then they give you like a spring, like you have like two weeks and you can write your exam. I feel like a lot of people are like, oh God, no, right? I haven't done anything for the last three months. Well, yeah, and all the poor students that literally had to finish their education like online. Like we had a couple of people in a course. I don't remember what we were teaching. I think it was a joint mobs course a a couple of weeks ago. And there were two therapists there that have only been practicing for a handful of months. Well, we didn't do joint mobs. And they said, we didn't do joint mobs. We said, what what do you mean you didn't do joint mobs? Like you have, you have passed your exams. Here you are with RMT. (laughs) behind you what do you mean he said well we literally had to learn it through a screen oh like there was no hands-on practice because of covid oh my god and i was just like like flabbergasted at this right so if there's therapists like who were in their situation who maybe you know didn't have quite as as much of a grasp on it as they did obviously they figured it out enough to do it in the exam and get through it and get into practice and then at least were smart enough to then come take a course because they recognize that they didn't ever actually do it but if there were therapists that got to the end and well not even therapists students that got to the end of their program and they were like there's no fucking way i can do a standardized test right now like i have no clue what i'm doing because i learned joint mobilizations through a screen that's wild is that maybe why we're seeing all of the like like I don't even know investigative is because was there in the last few years just so many holes because of like school being shut down and exams and stuff like that like 
is that maybe we're finding all of this. We just haven't been able to like catch anyone who shouldn't be in there. Like is, is that maybe a problem? I think I read somewhere that part of the strategic plan moving forward is to possibly target newer therapists within the first two years and then specifically target, um, you know, I don't know, anyone that's had something of a complaint come against them, right? <laughs> and we were informed by that by someone before and I think that might have cost them their job when they said so, actually. I think so. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because it's supposed to be random, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Seems who I was listening. I haven't been um, peer assessed since my second year out. And I'm going on 13 years. So, I mean, my name somehow hasn't come up again, yeah. which it should. Because at one point it was like every five or three years or something they wanted you to be peer assessed. So, And I have been. So, I don't know. I feel like I have a target on my back. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like mine is coming. I keep just waiting for them to like give me a call. Maybe like, no. They're coming for you, Nicole. <laughs> no. Especially after this, right? They're listening now and they're just like, no. Well, <laughs> even by that action then, if if what I read was accurate or correct, then the college is saying like we, we recognize that recognize. we have a responsibility here. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Or maybe I made the whole thing up and who knows. I'm a chucklehead over no, here. No, I definitely <laughs> I definitely feel like we've had this discussion before. And I, I don't know that I hate the idea so much, although like I know it's probably going to scare the shit out of a lot of these newer therapists, especially the ones who don't feel super confident. I mean, let's be honest, majority of therapists coming out of school don't feel super confident anyway. Like they feel like they have no idea what they're doing. And that's why we're always saying to people like, get a mentor, get a mentor, like get somebody to help you because you're not going to feel confident. You're going to feel like you know nothing because when you get out into the real world, nothing is like it was in, in school. Student clinic is not real clinic unless you, you know, have a whole bunch of different experiences. Like when we went to Sutherland Chan, all their specialty clinics and stuff. Sure. That gives you a little more, but if you are one of these therapists that now like has it in the back of your mind that you're going to get assessed within like the first 10 minutes of being in practice, that's terrifying. But mm -hmm. also that might be the best thing for you, right? Like just somebody tell you, right. And they'll probably be a little more lenient being that you're brand new, but somebody tell you right away, like this is what you should be doing and not what you are doing, you know? If if the assessments are done properly, obviously the four of us have already had a discussion about the assessment process and the holes in that. If they're done not punitively, if they're done to actually assess and support registered massage therapists so we don't end up in investigations, right, then definitely. But they for a while there didn't seem like or maybe still aren't. I don't know. <laughs> so but having them sooner, like you're saying, Amanda, could weed out, you know, we've all heard stories wasn't it in the news not that long ago that there was like a school quote unquote that was literally just like here give us your money and we hand you a certificate right on the spot mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and they were taking the oski and mcqs and you know i'm hearing from somebody else that they were talking to another rmt and said something about the quads and the person didn't even know where the quads were on the body like that that's also not okay and goes back to maybe <laughs> yeah. there's some, you know, maybe some of these schools or where people are getting some education from are still flying under the radar. But then how are these people coming from these, I'm putting in quotes, look at my fingers, schools. <laughs> yes. How yes. are these people coming from these schools 
passing the licensing exam. So again, going back to the college, wh- like where are the, the holes there? The licensing exam is the filter. Yeah. Right? Yes. So mm-hmm. you can get through the education system. Who cares? Because that doesn't mean anything to the rest of the world. Filter. It feels Big like deal. more of a hula hoop at this point. But that would be <laughs> that kind of final filter. Well, not final because you get peer assessed and all the rest of it. But that is the major filter. Mm-hmm. And that filter's failing. That is that filter's what you're saying? Failing. Filter's failing? I, I think yeah. it might be. I mean, aren't there certain colleges that don't correct me if I'm wrong. Aren't there certain ones that um, maybe it's not regulatory colleges. I know. I think college for chiropractors, they interview you. Like there's a whole actual interview. Pro- I mean, mm-hmm. that probably would cost an outrageous amount of money, but I'm just yeah. saying like, maybe there needs to be something more personal than just being like, do you, did you pass 30% of the exam that, you know, like what's ethically right and wrong, right? Like if you know the standard and ethics, anyone can memorize those, right? Yeah. So I think we're on to something. I think they need to maybe make that filter a little more fine, right? Like maybe 70% is not a pass. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm only saying that coming from the because side of it. Well, coming, yeah, because of what Marco always says, but it's true. Like coming from the side of of shit you don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a lot. It, that's, <laughs> that's a, that's lot, a lot. Like we, we do OSCE preps, right? So I have people contact me who want to do OSCE prep. And step one is they have to do a consult, a Zoom call with Mark where yeah. they can figure out, like basically what we're looking for is we're looking for candidates who have learned their stuff. We're not reteaching anything, right? Mm-hmm. They're going to come in and Mark's going to are you, coach them. Are we a them. good match for what yeah, you're looking Yeah, he's going to coach them on how to go through the stations, but not we're not teaching you, right? We're not writing scripts for you. We're not teaching you. It's just no. these are the things you have to show, you know? Like, do you have your client communication? Is your client care there? Are you obtaining consent, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Like that's, you know, mm-hmm. that's sort of the stuff we're doing. And... I can't tell you how many times I am watching him on Zoom calls with with people who are saying, yeah, but I, I know my stuff. I know my stuff. I only failed by 5%. And then Mark has to remind I'm them, like, you got which means you, you, sure, you only failed by 5%, but a pass is only knowing 70% of the material. So you actually yes. don't know 35% of what yes. you should know mm-hmm. to be a regulated healthcare practitioner. Like, that's, what? That's that's bare minimum. Yeah. Like that's that's baseline knowledge. Yeah. Where yeah. does this attitude come from? I know we're like so <laughs> off base right now, but like Never where does base. this attitude come from? And like does it exist in other professions? I feel like there's a lot of people that have this attitude in massage school of like, I just need to pass. I just need to pass. Like, yeah. where does that come from? Maybe it's because we're not liable if someone dies. Like we don't want that responsibility. So we're like, what I do isn't that, isn't, isn't that risky. So you know what I mean? Like, is that it? I don't know. I don't feel that way. I feel pretty like, you know what I mean? Whereas if you were a doctor and you're like, I only failed by 5%, it's like, holy crap. Right. Like, ooh, that's bad. Right. And surgeons, that's not what they do. Or you know what I mean? Like even chiropractors, there's like, I don't know if I want to go to a doctor only knows. I mean, and not, I, not all RMTs do that. I mean, I'm looking, less risk of looking at you two. <laughs> I mean, like Heather is constantly taking courses. Like I'm sure Nicole is too. I'm just, I'm using Heather as an example because every, less time, now with every time we run some kind of education day, I, I see Heather pop up. <laughs> yeah, I need all the education. But I mean, you're constantly like trying to improve and whatever and not for, again, we don't even have CEUs, like not for mm, getting yeah. credit or strive or whatever, but you want to be like the best at what you do, not just like, I want to be 70% as good as the best person in this profession. I just, you know, well, I want to be there's, okay. There's just so many places that comes from though. That might come from, and I'll just, just bullshit some stuff. That might come from that person who, you know, I didn't do much after 
high school. I kind of kicked around for a little bit and now I'm in this job and I'm like, fuck, I don't want this job anymore. I want something more stable. I want a career. And this seems something that it's not very difficult for me to get into school for. I can get into massage school pretty easy. And if I really wanted to, I can work hard and make some easy money. And it's doing something that I think I would like doing. And this is the type of work I want to do. I want to go work in a spa, man. I wanted, you know, not the spa treatments are, you know, not treatments, but I mean, at the end of the day, maybe I don't have to, maybe I can, maybe I can tunnel vision the way I do my work and only really worry about a small amount of things versus worrying a a billion things. And that's what you want to do. So you're like, I don't need to remember the cranial nerves for me to make someone feel good. Do you know what I mean? And maybe that's, that's part of it. You know what I mean? So there's, there's again, we've we've gone like full circle of even just our entire podcast and conversations we have all the time. There's the problems that in this people that are online complaining all the time are complaining about. It's too easy to get into the schools. The education but, isn't enough. It's too but, easy to pass but, through the schools. It's too easy to pass the licensing. There is the filter. If who cares about school? If school is easy to get into, school is easy to pass, and blah 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 blah. At the end of the day, the, the entrance into so the... it's the college's responsibility. <laughs> well, because I was going to raise you a scenario, Mark. Of yeah, do, I do was it. that student. You know, I did pretty well in high school, and I'll be honest, I didn't really have to try a lot. Yeah. It was easy to memorize things. I hit university and got slapped in the face <laughs> a little bit, but it was. Because of the mindset from high school, this mindset of the grades are the only thing that matters, like it's not understanding the content. As long as you can get the grade and prove you can get the grade. And like for me, it was just I have a photographic memory and can memorize things like that's it and regurgitate them. But I could not give you context to them. So then when you hit like university, you you you're still stuck in that mindset of mm. it's just the grade it's just the grade and you're not consuming it you're not understanding it but you can just pass do you know what i mean like right. like with your guy that's just like coming back and being like uh eh, i can just wave my way through you know what i mean you yeah, know what no, i'm trying no, to say I totally <laughs> i'm like my brain's my brain's farting but that's the difference between me now and me 10 years ago i was just drowning trying to get through university and I just got to get the grades, but I wasn't consuming the content. Now I'm like, now I want to learn because I want to understand. Like, I don't give a shit about the grade. Honestly, I don't even want to take courses that I have to do a test on. Cause I'm like, <laughs> I don't care. It's not about the test. I don't need to prove anything to you. Yeah. I, I just want to understand it for myself. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like that. So I think that might be a bit of a, again, this maybe I have kind of a bit of a controversial opinion on this and that might be like when you're comparing massage therapists to doctors you know a massage therapist is three years out of in a college at a high school mm-hmm. and a doctor is yep. 10 plus years of, oh, yeah, there's yeah. no comparison no exactly so you know that might be playing into it that you know the, the kid also coming out of high school and is like I'm just going to go into this program and I'm just I just got to get the grade and not actually consume and comprehend the information at the same time right where maybe if massage had to follow something like Izio or Cairo where you have an undergrad and then a two-year what you know diploma whatever it is Mm -hmm. it might that might be also a different story just a question I know I feel like that would be very controversial. <laughs> yeah, but Mark but says that all the time. Opinion. He's like, we are one of what, one of two regulated healthcare sure. professionals yeah, in Ontario that don't hygienist. have to have a university and RPN. degree. Yeah. So three. 
Three. Three. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. you have RN yeah. and RPN are different. Yeah. It's interesting. But yeah. I, I, but I flip flop on that all the time because then I'm because then I come back to well you know you pass your exam. <laughs> yeah. I always end up back at but this that's, one spot. That's why if we want to filter so people more, then yes, the the college would have a greater responsibility to those people who are coming out with a massage therapy diploma, the ones that are successful on the exam. Those are going to be regulated healthcare professionals. Maybe the ones who are not, they can still do body work and do massage and, you know, they have a diploma, yeah. but they're not regulated healthcare because they don't know their cranial nerves, but they can <laughs> sure give a good massage on the quads, whether or not they know where they are. Do you think this makes a whole bunch of therapists go, do I even want to be like, do regulation? What the fuck? Saskatchewan, Alberta, Manitoba, those guys got it fucking going on, right? <laughs> It's possible. Think about it. It's it's a little weird, right? Yeah. They they you you're in Alberta. You did a two year program equivalent to something that's in Ontario, and you join an association. You use the title mis- registered massage therapist. Your professional association gives you a registration you number, can bill extended and you can healthcare. build the same extended yeah. healthcare insurance companies that you can't do that for in Ontario because of a, a regulatory college. Right, and then you go to those provinces that are not regulated. There is competition. There's more than one association that is vying for you to be a member, and mm-hmm. therefore you have this nice bit of competition going on. Maybe they don't raise your fees a hundred dollars a year because they want new members, right? There's people who would be on that side, and there's people who would be on the side. You know, we just had the podcast with Heather from. Um, uh, TCMO, right? Yes. Talking about the dangers of deregulation. And, you know, then you think about that. Like, it's it's a really weird tug of war where like on one hand, I'm like, I understand regulation. I, I get the, the whole protecting the public thing. Whereas like, you know, in unregulated provinces, do they really have that so much? I don't know, man. It's, it's something, it's, it's something I, I think about a lot. But then also does especially, people die from massage? No, so, they, hmm. don't. They, they don't. <laughs> especially going out to Saskatchewan. And, and I was talking to these people at, at, the, at this particular conference. I'm like, well, why did you guys, cause this was an associations conference. I'm like, why, this association versus others and a lot of them were like the price the price was fabulous and another guy pointed out something very interesting as well he's like i want mobility yeah he's like this gives me right across three different provinces and i Mm -hmm. and and i live in a border city so i actually work in two different provinces quite often and i've got easy mobility yeah and i was like "Hmm, these are really good fucking points something you don't get in this regulated stuff so do you think if we become nationally registered essentially like every province type thing do you think that might not necessarily cap the fees do you see the fees going up or you know kind of staying the same because now let's say you have one college for everybody and there's more people buying into the pot do you know what i mean and then still have that mobility or or does it become a monopoly so the only, the only one, so healthcare is provincial. So the only way this ever yeah. works out is actually if you don't have regulated provinces and, and you, you have, a, have national a national association. association. Yeah, that is the only yeah. way that something like that actually works out. Yeah, hmm. and with a national association because it's an association, still somebody like you know Stephanie Rodriguez would come along and decide to start a new one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. 
It's actually it's such a really and 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 then I'm sitting around with the rest of you chuckleheads. I just like saying chuckleheads. The rest of you chuckleheads, <laughs> and I'm thinking we care about this stuff. And we're interested. I I'm jealous of the motherfucker that didn't even realize there's a fee increase and has no <laughs> word. This doesn't even. They don't even think of. They don't waste a moment on this. He's gonna no. email you tomorrow and ask you how many credits <laughs> for your course. <laughs> <laughs> and the four of us are fucking <laughs> contemplating everything. No, I think it's an interesting discussion to have, and you know, sure. I hope that it makes people think. Like, we're not saying the fee increase was justified or not justified. We just wanted to discuss like why it happened, what the college's <laughs> reasoning was. Um, you know, I know I started this out with how did you feel. Let's be honest, nobody likes giving away money. Even if it's like $5, like I, nobody likes giving away money. It's just not something you want to do unless you're getting something really cool for it. And when it comes to something like this, you know, the feeling, I can understand the feelings people have because it feels like I'm just giving this college more money right. and they're not for me. Like it is very different than I would rather give the association the $127 and feel like, well, you're going to do something for me. Yeah. The college, it never feels like they're doing anything for you. And that's not it's even not hate job. on the college because it's not their job their job isn't to do for me so you know i just feel like i'm it it's like paying for insurance let's be honest that's why people fucking hate insurance so much (laughs) i'm just giving you money all the time (laughs) and i see nothing and then if i actually do need to make a claim you make my life hell (laughs) (laughs) to get my own money (laughs) 100 (laughs) percent Uh, you don't CMT- ever want to have to cash in on that like never right? so. cmto intact you guys are the same to me this was fun <laughs> this was a lot of fun it was it fun was. it should have been a boring conversation no, but one, uh, one thing that i really just want to get across and we gotta put this in the liner notes for sure no one here is a fucking expert on any shit <laughs> we're just couple, heather's again, like speak for yourselves i'm I mean, a fact checker heather's a fact checker but again <laughs> I, just because I like saying it, we're just fucking four chuckleheads that are sitting around Here. talking about this stuff. And this is yeah. what I'm hoping for. You listen to this and you kind of get the vibe of four different massage therapists, mm-hmm. four different kind of careers going on, four different paths, four different ideas on the same type of thing. And then maybe you identify with something or maybe you're hearing a viewpoint that you're like, hmm, that never would have fucking crossed my mind ever. Yeah. But I heard it with these four massage therapists and a microphone thing. He just read some stuff and just decided to talk about it because they like to talk, right? <laughs> that's oh, absolutely what happened this well thank you guys for hanging out so 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 late and i am so <laughs> sorry i just have to point out that it's 1107 oh my gosh um the reason i have to point out this 1107 we still live for the last 10 years every single day i look at the clock at 1107 really it's weird. wild Strange. weird interesting it means something so somebody out there listening tell me what it means anyway i'll let mark wrap this up no 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 you guys are wrapping this up oh yeah and who's they, wrapping they're up? both Us? just looking yeah. oh i'm like <laughs> me what are we <laughs> doing i guess we're gonna talk about the tea we're time. Well, I'm just drinking what I normally drink before bed, which is oh, it's it's peppermint tea from David's Tea. But I, we normally it's our new thing. We say jack it up, jack. <laughs> My husband and I jack it up, which means you know, when we were in our twenties and starting dating, that was you know throw like I don't know a shot of whatever in it. Now it's add an extra tea bag, which is the nighty night <laughs> extra, which has valerian root in it. <laughs> So it's peppermint tea jacked up. (laughs) I didn't jack it up today. (laughs) 
She's the difference on the between edge. 25 and 35. There yeah. you go. <laughs> living on the edge. Living on the edge at 11.07 on a Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Usually we're in bed at 8.30. I know. <laughs> and we don't have children. <laughs> you know what's funny? I'm usually up at this time because one of my two children usually wake me up either to go potty or just to scream in my face. So this is a normal <laughs> time for me to... <laughs> Be awake, so that's okay. So now I actually get people that are not screaming in my face um, and need assistance using the restroom. But tonight I'm drinking David's tea. Um, I don't even know what it is. Uh, something about nuts. That's oh, something forever about nuts. nuts. There you go. Forever nuts. I know something the mom. The nuts. You guys might have noticed that I'm not. I'm not having a glass of wine. Like I'm laying oh. in bed talking, and I'm not having. I'm on, I'm an on call doula right now, so there's oh. no there's no drink for me for the no next drinking. couple of nights i forgot That's about exciting. that I yeah like she could she could wake us up straight because this was gonna be a serious conversation <laughs> no not at all i absolutely would have had a glass of wine for this but you know at any moment i might have to go bring a baby into the world so it's amazing i love if I, that so if i ever I have kids you're gonna be my doula <laughs> yeah you you better because you're gonna have to watch our kids if i have to go yeah, help okay. out with bringing in another child <laughs> <laughs> and Mark is not drinking any tea. No, Mark, <laughs> but he has leaves. Mark has leaves, but they're different. Yeah, different leaves. <laughs> Consumed a different way, but they're all good still. Are we wrapping it up? Okay, who's wrapping it up? I did my tea time. <laughs> RMT time. We'll say from four RMTs and a microphone. Hope you enjoyed listening to us, and we'll talk to you all soon. And then Mark will say peace. That is the best outro right there. You guys, <laughs> you guys telling each other what to do. Yes. That's the outro. <laughs> <laughs>